a group that I was in put it really well. They said, we're putting souls in limbo by freezing human beings. Yeah. That is wild. It's wild. Can't relate to cancel culture, hookup culture, or victim culture? Well, neither could we. We created this platform for those other girls. Girls like us who want to give a different perspective from a Christian and conservative worldview. We talk about life, relationships, work, pop culture, and true crime from a Christian conservative perspective. Let's be those other girls that don't just talk about culture, but change culture and bring back traditional values. expressed on this podcast are our own and do not reflect our employers. Enjoy. Hello, everyone. You're listening to Those Are the Girls with Mallory and Friends. I'm Mallory. And I'm Freeman. And we are changing culture and bringing back traditional values. Amen. Hello, 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 everybody. This has been a very busy week. It has. It has. There have been a lot of things going on that we must talk about. I know. I, I kept wanting to text you. Oh my gosh, did you hear? Oh my gosh, did you hear? Oh my gosh, did you hear? Yeah. A lot of things. Um, so we'll probably split this up. We'll probably do one of the Patreon. Mm-hmm. Um, and then we'll do this TCAP. But there's just so much. Before that, though, how has your week been? On a personal level. My week has been good. Um, let's see. I went out to Birmingham uh, Monday and Tuesday. Oh, yeah. I got, it was good. I've got some grandparents there. I helped my mom um, with her home decor, and that was Aww, really fun. We went yeah. for a shopping spree. So. Aw, fun. Really fun. What about you? How's work? Work is work. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm going in every day. Good. Which wow. is good. Yeah, yeah, that's big for me. There was a point last year when my brother was like, oh, you went in all five days. <laughs> I was like, I did this week. Yep, yep. Why is that? They just don't call you in? Um, no. Sometimes I... Take a sick day. Oh, good for you. Yeah, for yeah, you. yeah, yeah. Prioritizing myself, you know. Yes. Some days you just don't want to do it, so you. <laughs> well, especially you know. if you're driving an hour. Home. Yeah, yeah. Jeez. So. Okay. Well, yeah. Today. Okay. So, um, before we get into the stories, I have a couple of announcements. First announcement is I want everyone to get excited. We're having our tea, April fifteenth. That little video, it's at April 14th. Did not realize that. But we'll do more videos between now and then. But April 15th, um, from 2 to 4 p.m., um, you can get your tickets at thoseothergirls.com slash events. Outfits, the idea is kind of princess, fairy. How else would you describe yeah, princess I, guess, fairy? I think I like the, like, country, maybe. Country? Okay. I just think, like, floral. Southern, yeah, okay. Southern French, yes, Southern French or British because it's a British tea house. Oh, true. Yeah, I don't believe really pictures everywhere. Like. I don't know either. Um, but it's a I don't know, feminine, it's British... just feminine. Yes, whatever yeah. you feel most comfortable in. Um, so that's April fifteenth. April fourteenth, they finally announced it. Culture of Life is having a fashion show, and their fashion show is actually the day before. 
Where coincidence? Or is it not a coincidence? Woo. So if you're already coming up for the fashion show, you might as well go to the tea. Might as well. If you're already going to the tea, you might as well come to the fashion show. Might as well. So I'll also link the tickets for that so you can register for the fashion show. Um, like I said, our Patreon will probably do a midweek tea time. And the Patreon, because we have some other things. And I haven't told Freeman this yet, but I just got off the phone on the way coming down here. I talked with someone who was going to talk to us about fertility. Oh, good. And she is going to try to get someone that she knows that works in like uh, the medical field to come and do a Patreon exclusive for us. Oh, my God. So that was the time. Yeah. She's going to answer some questions and we'll talk a little bit, especially during Women's Month. Mm -hmm. She's going to... um. I have some questions. Yeah. Oh, perfect. Perfect. So, um, we're in the works for that. So you're going to want to go ahead and join the Patreon now. Yeah. Now is the time. There's going to be really good content in there. Mm-hmm. Um, Especially if you're looking for something generous to do this Lent. It's a great time. Yes. To do your almsgiving. Yes. It's not too expensive either. You can start at $5 a month. Yes. And honestly, it really, like, you should see how we're recording this. I think it's a really good example of starting in your garage. Oh, you should even wow. see how it is when I'm in my bedroom. Like, we should do a behind the scenes. We have a Patreon. Yeah, yeah. So when you give, when you give to us, um, no, but like when you are donating to us, it really does go to help make this better. And the more, the better it is, the more people that will listen. And the more people that will listen, the more we can get our message out. Because this is how we're going to change the culture. By being in these spaces, by being on the apple podcast list when they're looking for a pop culture podcast like who are these girls interesting oh maybe i don't necessarily agree with them on this but i'll hear them out like that's how we're going to change that's how we're going to make a difference yeah so if you want to be a part of that join it's you can join for as low as five dollars a month if the lord leads you sixty dollars a month will be great as well that will really help five dollars a month helps as well literally anything helps at this point um shopping our merch helps as well yeah i do want to mention um, by the time you hear this, you will probably be, hopefully you'll be on your way to a Stop Abortion Rx um, protest. Mm-hmm. But if not, you should definitely get involved in one. Um, if you don't do one by the time you hear this, there's also so many others that are, I'm sure are going to happen across the country. Sure. And I wanted to talk about this really quick. Two seconds on this. Um, I saw an article today that Walgreens um, said they will, they won't distribute abortion pills in states where the GOP AGs object. So we're making a difference. So we're doing something. We are doing something. It's not like we're out here in the void. This is why we use our voices. Why we say like your voice actually matters because it does. Um, It's an article of political. I'm going to post it on the Instagram so you guys can see it. But um, yeah, that's great. And then we have new merch. We have this really cute Barbie collection exclusive. I absolutely love it. It's really cute. It's super cute. We have uh, like little wine cup things. Yes. Um, little chubby cups. We have a tumbler. Tumbler. Yeah. Yep. That's the word I was looking for. <laughs> chubby cups. <laughs> chubby cups, tumbler, same thing. We also have um Um we have t shirts, a cute little crop top. We have a don't text your ex, texture senator phone case. Cute. We have a case for your AirPods. We also have a travel mug with our other girls Barbie theme. Um, we have vinyl or decal vinyls and stickers. So, so many cute things. Um, and when you order from there, you're helping support those other girls as well. 
for sure. All right. Um, that is all of the announcements. Do you have anything you can think about? Did I forget anything? No, I think that's it. I'm looking forward to this weekend going out to South Carolina with you. Yeah. It's going to be good. Make it a difference. And you can, too. Find the, whichever one is in your town. Yeah. And if there isn't one, join one. Start, Start one. It. Start it. Yeah. All right. I guess we should get into the main stories. All right. Here we go. Are you ready? And. All right. Um, our first story is something that everybody's talking about, and I think it's important for us to be talking about it as well. Um, Jessa Duggard Seawald tearfully shares that she had a miscarriage. Jessa Duggard Seawald, oh, sorry, this is from today, from today.com. Um, Jessa Duggard Seawald revealed that she had a miscarriage while pregnant with her fifth child. As Jessica Seawald explained in the video toward the end of her first semester, trimester in December 2022, she was feeling nauseous, fatigue, and food aversions, along with, quote, the tiniest amount of vaginal bleeding. A small amount of bleeding during pregnancy is often perfectly normal, but sometimes it can be, it can signal a miscarriage, according to the Mayo Clinic, which defines a miscarriage as a spontaneous loss before the 20th week of pregnancy. Oh, I didn't realize it was only 20 weeks. I mean, it was as early as 20 weeks. Mm-hmm. Or as late. Anyway. She then had an ultrasound. <laughs> Quote, as soon as she started taking a look at the baby, I could tell there was some concern in her voice. She said, well, the sack looks good. The baby does not. Mm-hmm. At that moment, I was just in complete shock. I didn't even have words. I just immediately started crying. I feel like in some ways, miscarriages can be so much more jarring because you don't have clear signs that something is wrong. I had minimal spotting for like 24 hours, and that was it. A missed miscarriage is one which the fetus dies or never formed in the utero, according to the Mayo Clinic, but the pregnancy is not expelled from the body. Hmm. Seawall continues, I ended up having to go see my doctor because of my history of hemorrhaging and all of that. That was concerned that if I tried to just take something or pass the baby at home that I might have trouble and have to be transported and all that. I just wasn't, it just wasn't something that seemed like a very good option. And so we decided to go to the hospital and get checked in there and go through the process of a DNC. According to Mayo Clinic, dilation in curatage DNC is the process of removing uterine tissue to either diagnose or treat uterine conditions or after miscarriage or abortion. Seawall clarified in a comment posted under her YouTube channel that her baby's heart had stopped beating three weeks before her DNC. And she noted that she also had a DNC two weeks after the birth of Ivy due to retained placenta. Mm. Okay, so that was a lot right there. Essentially, well, I wanted to read like that whole thing just because I wanted to give like a full picture of like what happened and what she said. Um, and then, yeah, we'll discuss it. For me, do you want to go first? You want me to go first? You can go ahead. Okay, so first thought is a miscarriage is awful. For sure. It, I've never experienced one. I've never been pregnant. So I don't know how that feels, but I can just imagine, you know, you're planning for a child. You felt your child. I I don't know how true this is, but I feel like if I were to get pregnant, I would just like know. Mm. Like, I'm sure there's things that can happen you might not know if you're not really in tune with your body, but hopefully everybody's going to start charting and things. So you're, you're going to know. So, like, you felt this thing for weeks, months even, and then all of a sudden, like, it's no longer 
there. It has a soul and everything. So it just sounds like the most horrible experience. And I think what makes it worse is the reason why, part of the reason why we need to talk about this is so many people on the internet were saying, oh, so she had an abortion. She had an abortion yeah. and now she doesn't want people to have abortions. Blah, blah, blah. And that probably makes it even worse yeah. because you're already feeling bad that this happened. It happened naturally. I mean, she said the baby's heart had stopped beating three weeks before her DNC. So that's already kind of a long time to have sure. a baby that has passed in your uterus. Yeah. That's kind of scary that it was there that long. But the whole, my whole point is though, like, this is something completely different. For sure. And people who are pro-choice, pro-abortion, they're using this instance to like rag on her and that's just so terrible also those each other not really pro-woman because like yeah. even if you truly felt that way like she's going through something why kick her while yeah. she's down um it's just terrible but i mean we've done episodes on this we've talked about it um i can maybe even link some on this an abortion and a miscarriage are com- two completely different things yes abortion is intentional a miscarriage is not and to say that it's the same thing is just reckless. It's dangerous. It's very dangerous. Someone, I posted um, a clip talking about on TikTok. Let me see if I can find it really quick. Someone commented um, something like really crazy. They were like, let me see really quick. Sorry. They said something. It was like a doctor. She's like, sign a doctor. Oh, um, I love that. She goes, you, she said, Oh, like, well, all she said was you were so wrong. Find a medical professional. And I said, you don't know the difference between killing intentionally and removing an already dead fetus? Yikes, Miss Professional, medical professional. Which is kind of sassy, but, you know, like, you're a medical professional. You don't know the difference? Like, that's, yeah. that's scary. Like, that, if, I almost want to, like, screenshot and find her clients. Be like, hey, just so you know, your doctor doesn't know the difference between intentional killing and, like, yeah. a fetus has already passed. That's part of the frustration I have with the term spontaneous abortion. Yes. I I learned, I heard the term many times through college. Yeah. Um, spontaneous abortion. I remember raising my hand once in class and being like, Professor, Oxford Dictionary literally says an abortion is intentional. So isn't a spontaneous abortion an oxymoron? An oxymoron, yes. <laughs> and she was like, listen, if you have a problem with the whole entire medical community, like, <laughs> don't bring that to me. And I had people in my class be like, that was actually a good question. Yeah. I didn't know. And I don't know if they were pressured. I don't know if they were yeah. They were just were like, this is confusing for me. Yeah. And like, I talked to my mom about it and she's like, it is a really confusing term. Yeah. Like, I can't imagine having a miscarriage and then somebody telling me I'm so sorry about your spontaneous abortion. Yeah. Awful. There's a comp- it's a completely different scenario. Yeah. It's a completely different intention. I mean, a successful abortion stops a heart on purpose. Yes, on purpose. That is completely different than yeah. mourning a child that has already died. Yeah. And I also want to recognize in the medical code on in some states it does say spontaneous abortion that yes. is a word yeah, it is. It is. and um why that is like you said i'm not sure and the more you were talking i was thinking about this i wonder if we could do something about that because i think that's also where the problem is there is a disconnect like a lot of people were commenting that um on other posts i've done too people will be like well a spontaneous abortion 
um, a miscarriage is spontaneous abortion. Well, I think we should be pushing back because you're right. Spontaneous abortion, spontaneous intentional opposites, oxymoron. Yeah. Yeah. So we should be pushing back on that. And I like that you like were honest about, yeah, it does say spontaneous abortion. Because mm-hmm. I all admit the first time I heard that, I was like, that's not true. And then yeah. I was like, me too. Like, I know. What is this? I kind of made a fool of myself a class. I was like, that's not a thing. Yeah. And she was like, it is. And yeah. Don't talk. But I wish she had maybe said, like, I get it. I yeah, why it's confusing. Let me let me explain. Yeah, and I think when we're having this conversation with our friends, because this is why we're talking about it, when we're having this conversation with our friends, we have to acknowledge spontaneous abortion is a word, yes. but it's an oxymoron. It is. And the difference between an abortion and a miscarriage is the intentionality. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's just what we have to do, and we have to push back on it. Because my concern is, you know, we keep having this narrative float around. And then more people will start changing their minds to become pro-choice. And more lawmakers will start thinking, well, that you make a good point. If this is a spontaneous abortion, it's like, no, stop for a second and think logically. Also, every law or every, yeah, every law that's been created since Roe has something for if the child has passed. It doesn't get rid of D and C's. It gets rid of D and C's for abortions. Mm. And I think that's something that's also key. Oh, people do not know that. Yes. The D and C is not completely, they're not throwing the tools out and be like, oh, we're never doing this. Don't ever put that on the insurance. No, it's just for abortion. And, yeah. And even she mentioned that she had to have a DNC. Because she had a baby. Yeah, for her placenta. Yeah. Like a part of her placenta was still in her. Like, yes, yeah. It's healthcare. Yes. That is actual healthcare. Yes. And I also want to add, like, because sometimes um, someone also commented on that video. So you just want women to die. And I was like, well, listen to the full video. I say, if a baby has already passed, it needs to be removed yeah, immediately. You can get infected. It, you can get sepsis and die. Yeah. Like, women can actually literally die if the baby's not removed immediately. So, like, no, there's no pro-lifer on this earth who is saying, just let the dead baby yeah. let it pass. No, no one's saying that. Um, we are saying that the DNC procedure for abortion is what we're against. Abortion yeah. is what is wrong. The intentional killing is what the problem is. And my heart really goes out to Jessa and her family during this because I'm sure it just doesn't. I mean, I've also had people poke or comment like, um, someone had said like she had had a miscarriage and it was coded as a spontaneous abortion on her insurance. She said she saw that she burst into tears. Because it's like you don't want to see that. Like because no, you didn't no. do it intentionally. Exactly. So like, we have we have something in our hearts telling us that something's wrong. Yeah. Time. Yeah. So my heart goes out to the families. I'm sure seeing all this online is like heartbreaking. For sure. Yeah, so when you're having a conversation with your friends, make sure you talk about the difference between spontaneous and intentional. For sure. Okay, so next story we're talking about for five seconds because I'm kind of fatigued over it. But I said I'd mention it. Um, that's kind of sassy. I mean, it's not that sassy. Um, long story short, um, Ben Shapiro of the Daily Wire, um, he made a post about the song flowers by Miley Cyrus. Exactly. Um, you guys know the song. It's a beautiful song that has great meaning, a great message. Um, long story short, he posted it and he was saying how it's like about uh, it's anti-marriage. Uh, his exact words were the entire 
purpose of the song is that loneliness is good. And the only person you ever need is yourself. And your relationship is falling apart. That's good, too. Um, and, okay, I'll say what I said. So I essentially said, um, well, Ben completely misunderstood the song. It's not for him. Because it's not. Like, let's be honest. He's like a 40-something-year-old man. True. The song is for those of us in our 20s. That's mm-hmm. the young adult women. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I said, the song is about it's okay to be single. And you don't have to be single and lonely. You can, I am very blessed with amazing friends. And I was with Jesus, so I'm not going to sit here and act like I'm like super lonely and crying all the time. I'm not. Um, and it's saying that sometimes boys can be mean and hurt your heart, but you can still get flowers. Um, and then I was like, well, what are, like, I don't know what's happened the last couple of weeks, but I feel like sometimes um, all of these people, actually, I'm not going to say um scratch that direction i was going maybe i'll say that on patreon um <laughs> okay i'm just curious about um so yeah so yeah that's all i'll say about that so i just wanted to say really quick in regards to this i think that um we all marriage is wonderful i'm not anti-man at all i'm pro-men i love men now do i joke around sometimes absolutely been hurt so i'm gonna say a joke or two i'm gonna get my jokes off don't get me wrong Mm -hmm. um but i do think there needs to be like a balance because you know our chief purpose on earth is to glorify god it's not to be in a relationship or not be in a relationship it's not to be single or married it's to glorify god so we start making marriage an idol i was actually talking to my friend about this marriage can become an idol you start making marriage an idol then you're you're worshiping something else yeah you're outside of god's calling i want to read really quick um, Noelle Fitchett, Fitchett's her last name, which is funny because my middle name is Noelle and my last name is Finch. Oh, yeah. <laughs> um, she posted something that I think is really good. I'm just going to read it really quick and then, um, I mean, you can, I can tell you got something bubbling up. <laughs> okay, so she said, in the age of trad versus boss babes, here's an encouragement to the single girl. So she wrote about, like, other women, but then this is what I want to read. Singleness is just as valid of a season as marriage is. Both teach us different things. I have learned lessons in my singleness that I don't believe I would have learned had I married young. Though I'm not married, I'm sure I will learn things in my marriage that I have not learned while I'm single. Every season we experience is purposeful. No season is better than the other because everything from God is good, both joy and sorrow. Marriage is good and it isn't wrong to desire marriage. However, God has taught me things through singleness. He's taught me contentment, joy, comfort, and much more. Encourage women to seek Christ more than a husband. And doing so, they'll most likely find both. I loved that. I love that. I think that is a great message for young women. I think that if you're listening to this and you are single and you're feeling almost like um, kind of left out in this conservative conversation sometimes, remember these things. Follow Christ. Seek Christ. And if you are meant to be married, your husband will come. I remember someone said this in a... Talk I was at, because, you know, been Christians, I've heard all the talk, I've heard all the things, mm-hmm. wait for God, um, how are you going to get out there, how are you going to meet someone if you don't get out there, I've heard all, <laughs> I've heard it all, I've heard it all, but at a talk, someone said that um, you're going to be running along doing what God has told you to do, someone else is going to run along doing what God know. tells you to do, and then you're going to bump into each other, and then you're going to make a triangle, because you're following God, they're following God, and Christ is at the center, so you have a triangle. Aww. So that, I think, is what everybody should do. Walk in what you, God has called you to do, and when you find the person, you find the person. For sure. And if it's not till 40, it's not till, if it's not till 60, it's not till 60. 
But as long as you're doing what God has called you to do, if you just run along, you'll run along too. For sure. And that's my two cents. What are yours? So devil, devil's avocado. Okay. So I'm not devil's avocado. Devil's, devil's avocado. avocado. Oh, okay. The song does say, I can love me better than you can. Do you think she's talking about any man, or are you anticipating she means, like, some toxic guy? I think she means her ex. Who is... Liam. Yeah. I think she means Liam. Okay. I think... I understand where you're coming from. Mm -hmm. I understand if... So, like, do you know the full story behind the song? I don't. I really don't. Okay, so I understand, like, if people don't know the full story behind the song. And I I can have sympathy. he cheat on her? He cheated on her. Um, and so, okay, since, let's get into it for two seconds. <laughs> Five minutes ago, we said. Yeah, it was like, not really going to talk about it. I'm just going to show you, so, and I was, you know, I, I get personal all the time. So, there's this part, okay. Ooh, sorry, let me find the full lyrics. Okay, okay. There's a part where she goes, um, I didn't want to leave you, baby. I didn't want to fight. I started to cry, but then I remember flowers um and then there's another part where she um said oh paint my nails sherry red match the roses that you left no remorse no regret i forgive every word you said okay so like it's for me that i forgive every word you said was very important mm-hmm. you know my story mm-hmm. um and then i didn't want to leave you i didn't want to fight so like it, there's a part where it's like you don't want to do this mm-hmm. It, but you know. Okay, so also I will say this: I do not think you should break up with someone in a marriage if they're just mean to you, or if like you feel like you fell out of love. I don't believe in that. I believe that you're gonna have ups and downs. You gotta, you gotta push it. You gotta stick through. You already did it. Sorry, you already made the commitment. You know, work through it, and it's possible. Millions of people have done it over the years. It's possible. Um. But, you know, if you're dating someone and they're, like, really mean to you, like, yeah. you don't have to stick with that. Yeah. So, I do think, like, it's, I don't know, I think these words are not necessarily bad. Like, if you put it in the context of, like, right. this is after her breakup. This right. is after all that stuff that happened. I don't think it's this, like. Anti-all men. Yeah. Vibe. Yeah. It's like, anti-this man. This particular man. Yeah. And I'll be honest, that's how I'm thinking it. Yeah. Anti-particular man. I'm thinking of a particular man when I'm yeah. thinking it. Um, not all men, but particular men. And like, I think that, yeah. That's interesting. I imagine Ben Shapiro probably thought it was like anti-all men, but I see what you're saying, which you should know the context before you make a sweeping argument. Which Ben Shapiro, I doubt it. I highly doubt Ben Shapiro has been following Miley Cyrus since she was in Montana. I doubt that he knows all the stuff about her like the rest of us do. So that's why he's making just a sweeping argument. And um, and I'm sure there's people who took it that way. Like people didn't take it that way. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's like, is that her fault? Is that anyone's fault? Really? Mm-hmm. If you don't know the full context, like, do you have to put out like a full context before you do a video? I don't know. But well, that's an interesting take. I'm glad, yeah. you, I'm glad you put that perspective in my mind because I didn't really think about it either way. Yeah, I like what you're saying about how. You can't be anti-one man. Just don't be anti-men. <laughs> yes. I. You know what? Yes. Let's talk about that for two seconds. I think it's okay to be 
frustrated with someone that has hurt you, it's okay totally. to be against that person. Totally. But you can't like move that to everybody. Yeah. Is it hard out here? Absolutely. I cannot even express how difficult it is out here. If you are married, thank God that you are married. But you can't put everyone in that box. Um, I think that, and I think I said this last week, sometimes we get so frustrated about everything that we forget that like, okay, there are good men out there. Yeah. Where they are, having a clue. But I know they're out there. Yeah, That's what everyone's telling me. So I'm going to hold <laughs> on to that. Um, once again, don't know where they are, but they are out there. They're at church. Yeah, well... Yes, they should be at church. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> that is should be where they are. Don't doubt that for a second. All right, mid roll ad. Okay. Yeah. This next, uh, the rest of the episode is brought to you by American Woman Beauty. These are beauty products for the free thinking woman. They have high quality beauty grooming and hygiene products. Um, they're also doing a little, um, what do you call it? Like a little giveaway. So oh, fun. Yeah, let me like read it real quick. What do you have about ADD? Well, you know, I don't open things and okay. look at look at how many. Uh, let me see. I can do it here. Look at how many oh text my messages. Oh, she has 381 text messages. Yeah. Anyway, so American Woman Beauty, they're doing a, a, um, a free thinking woman campaign. You can, um, to be featured, you can. Do a photo or video of you wearing any of your favorite products and tell them why it's important to preserve womanhood and why you have chosen to support companies that value women. We should do that. Yes, I was literally just about to say that. Like in the car ride tomorrow. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that'd be fun. Um, so, yeah. So, you can DM it to them or you can email it to them. Cool. And they'll post it. So, okay. that's a fun thing for American Woman Beauty. Yeah. And if you use the code MAL15 on their website, you get... 15% off your Okay, so the next um, article, the next story is brought to you by The Guardian. And um, here we go. Alex Murdoch was sentenced to life in prison for the murders of his wife and son. Mm. Sentencing came a little more than 12 hours after South Carolina attorney was found guilty of 2021 killings. Alex Murdoch, the disgraced South Carolina attorney, found guilty in the murders of his son, 22-year-old Paul, and his wife Maggie, have been sentenced to life, has been sentenced to life in prison. Murdoch's sentencing in Judge Clifton Newman's court came a little more than 12 after hours after the 54-year-old disbarred lawyer was found guilty on two accounts of murder in the June 2021 killings, as well as two counts of possession of a weapon during the commission of a violent crime. I also want to say this was during the same time we were looking for Gabby Petito mm. because I remember someone on Facebook posted, anybody following along with this? And I commented, no girl, we're trying to find Gabby. And I thought that was so funny, mm. but now everybody cares. But anyway, it was when it first happened, like it was around the same time as Gabby. I don't mean to be laughing at something serious. Okay. Violence, corruption, and power. These are the key moments. Jurors reached the guilty verdict after less than three hours of deliberation. That is unheard of. Yes. That capped the six-week trial that has captured the imagination of America and the world. And with its intricate web of murder, power, and corruption, the small town of Walterboro has been turned into a media circus for the trial's duration. 
In a dramatic scene fitting for the conclusion of a trial of high drama, Newman spoke directly to Murdoch and told him he had no doubt about the spirits of the murdered victims will visit him every night. I added this, but I think this is crazy. This is what the guy said. He said, you have to see Paul and Maggie at nighttime when you are attempting to go to sleep. I am sure they come and visit you. This is what the Whoa. judge said. Yeah. Oh my God. And then, um, wearing com convict clothing, murder said they did, but he also repeated several times his claims of being wrongfully convicted. He said, I am innocent. Newman, however, spoke of Murdoch's ability to lie and keep lying. He said, when will this end? The judge had had enough. <laughs> Honestly, it's so crazy to me that people lie under oath. I, I just couldn't. I just could never. I mean, putting my hand on a Bible and raising my right hand and saying, I solemnly swear to tell the truth and nothing but the truth. So help me God. I know. I guess people are like, well, do you think he really, maybe he just really believes he didn't do it. Like, there's a psychological thing that can happen. Yeah. Where you trick yourself into thinking you didn't do it. Yes. Like OJ Simpson. Um, yes. So, I think he knows that he did it. But I think, so, if you've seen any of the documentary, so I've seen, I started the documentary, I told you that. Yeah. And, like, I've heard things, I haven't been following as closely as I normally would because I kind of wanted to end so I can get a full picture. But from what I've heard and seen places, his family is, like, super, like, corrupt. And, like, I think when you've been getting away with things for so long, it's probably so hard for you to imagine, like, your consequences catching up to your yes. actions. And I think that's what it is. He just, you can't imagine that his consequences have caught up to, like, what he's been doing. And it sounds like they've been, his family's been doing this for years. It's not just, yeah, like, uh, yeah, it's not a lot. Yeah, him and Paul. Yeah, because, I mean, if you guys have, I know about Stephen Smith and Gloria. Um, so, you know, yeah. And Mallory. And Mallory, and Mallory, which is, like, ooh, chilling. Because, <laughs> like, nobody's named Mallory. Like, it's such an it uncommon name. And then, well, actually, it's a Southern name. And, like, yes. what I notice on TV, this is just a side note, is that, like, a lot of things are take place up north. So, that's really right, And if it is a Southern thing, it's, like outrageously southern yes yes so like you never get mallory's but that's also why it seems like everybody on tv is catholic because everybody up north is catholic i don't know if you notice that like on long i don't order, feel like everybody on tv is catholic i feel like everyone well, like when they do christians they always talk about whenever they talk about christians or like there's a christian yeah. in a movie they're I, a catholic christian they're not like a protestant yeah i could see i could definitely see that like law and order all of them that are christians are catholic yeah, something else. Um, I will say we should talk about the fact that this is okay. In my opinion, this is like classically southern for like a really, really rich family to get away with so much because they have connections with the sheriff yeah. and the businessmen and the lawyer. And my mom also made a really good point. Shout out to Karen Weldon. <laughs> she, yeah, Karen. She said that a lawyer being in prison. Like, he's going to be th at the top of the food chain. Oh, they're probably going to put him in um, solitary. Yeah. That's why he's, like, saying, please give me. He doesn't want to go to prison. Mm -hmm. Which, to be honest, I feel like he should be on some sort of watch. Because mm -hmm. I cannot imagine him. attempt, though, right? Yeah, but I think what he was so... Listen, I literally just finished listening to a podcast talking about this. Like, it was a pop culture podcast. And they talked about this for, like, five seconds. What 
one of the girls said is she thinks so it was like thing with a cousin a uh, cousin wait was that the suicide attempt no the suicide attempt was, was when he the hired cousin. a hitman right to shoot him so it was a cousin it was his cousin oh I didn't he know hired his cousin. cousin to shoot him at the stop sign and the person who was talking about it, and me also, honestly, think that he hired him to shoot another stop sign, and it didn't work out because he was going to shoot his cousin in self-defense and then blame everything on the cousin so then he wouldn't get in trouble because the cousin's going crazy. Oh, my God. Because the cousin was on, like, some sort of drugs, too. So the cousin's oh, going crazy, oh. killed Maggie and Paul, and then now tried to kill him. But he's a hero and killed the cousin. And he was gonna put it all on the cousin. That's what I think. So messed up. Yeah. Well, this is what once again, this is what happens when you don't when you're not used to consequences. Yeah. And I mean, even the whole thing with Mallory, like Yeah. Yeah. No consequences. No consequences. Gloria. No consequences. No consequences. Yeah. The Stephen Smith guy. No consequences. Exactly. And, and I think that like this I mean, this is what happens. Like that's why we need consequences. That's that's why God, you know. What is it? What's the saying? Um, yeah, it's something in Proverbs, but God talks about this. <laughs> God, God has something to say. <laughs> yeah, he has something to say about this. Also, this isn't what I was saying, though, but it also reminded me of this. So Luke 12, it's uh, the verse that says, whatever is done in the dark comes to light. Mm. That wasn't, you know, the full verse. But like, whatever is done in the dark comes to light. For sure. And it always does. Always. I think it's so fascinating that it was a three-hour deliberation oh yeah well and someone was saying like that first hour is even of them just like going over okay this is what we heard it isn't even them discussing the case it's literally just like going just over like yeah. yeah yeah and i mean i think that people were just because okay so i also heard i don't know how true this is but i also heard that like the courtroom where it was taken in there was a picture of the grandfather because his, you know the family's been there it was a picture of the grandfather father hanging in the courtroom so they had to take down the picture like that's how like ingrained the family is and I think it's to me I'm guessing these jurors are like okay you know what if he really did this I pray to God they like go with facts if he really did this which you know we all think he did if he really did this like we cannot let him get away with it so I think probably by then everybody had made up their mind and I'm gonna be honest I did not think he would actually get away with it I mean I thought he would get away with it because A, you know, rich people typically yeah. get away with stuff. Yeah. And then B, like, the only, like, real concrete evidence is that video. Yeah. They could not find that video. Yeah. They, literally, there was no gun. Yeah. <laughs> they could not find the gun. <laughs> literally, yeah. And he didn't have any um, blood on his clothes because he changed the clothes. But, like, I, another reason why I cannot be a juror, like, beyond a reasonable doubt is a really high bar and i don't think i i for example scott peterson nobody shoot the messenger i've listened to a bunch of stuff about scott peterson i do think he did it but i'm not sure beyond a reasonable doubt anymore. Mm. i do have reasonable doubt for scott peterson yeah so like that's a huge bar and i think i do have beyond a reasonable doubt for uh-huh. murdoch but i do like I would just feel more comfortable if there was a gun. I know. I would feel more comfortable if there was any blood. When, but like, people don't investigate. Yeah. Because you're just like, don't worry about it. Yeah. And they're like, okay. Yeah. I can't believe they haven't found the gun. Two guns, right? Maybe. Two I would guns are missing. 
Okay. I don't know that detail of it, but you guys were missing. I guess they haven't found them. That's crazy. That's like something else. Oh, when they were taking a long time, but we didn't know this, but when they were taking a long time to find the person who had killed those kids in um, Idaho, the Idaho murders, like the kids that, in the, they were in the, it was like a couple months ago, they were in that house, and then like four of the kids were murdered, and then two oh of the kids gosh. were still You didn't hear about that? No. I must not be describing it right. You've definitely heard of it. Okay, well, maybe I have, but continue, continue. Anyway, it took a long time for them to find I was like, how have they not found this guy? But then it turns out they did have all this information. They just weren't telling us. Yeah. So yeah. I thought maybe that was happening with Myrna. Yeah. And then, like, it looks like, no, they literally don't have the information. Yeah. <laughs> like, they literally don't know where the guns are. Crazy. Like, oh, okay, well. But, yeah, everything done in darkness comes to light. I think... A really big victim of this situation is Gloria's family. Mm-hmm. Because weren't, they were supposed to get, like, millions because their mother had died on their property. Because if someone dies on your property, for the most part, it's your fault. Or at least you get to, you have to be held, you can be held legally accountable. Yeah, and if they have the money, then why not hold them? Exactly. Yeah. And there was this plan to get them the money, and they never saw them. That's sad. But I'm sure they feel very yeah. justified, a little bit, or like vindicated yeah. with this sentencing. Because I mean, he's never going to see the light of day again. Isn't it thirty to life? I think it's two life sentences. Really? Yeah, I, I think so. It's thirty to life. Let me see. I think the article said two life sentences. So wild that you can get I mean, two life sentences. I know that doesn't make any sense. I guess it makes sense, like on on paper. Right? Yeah. Because life technically isn't your full life. I don't think people know that. Life just means, um, I think it means like 50 years. Okay, let me see what exactly he did. I'm guilty of the murders. He also took the stand, which is, which is a really bad move. No, yeah. If you can avoid that, but he thinks he's so much smarter than everybody. Mm. Um... So that's why he did it, I think. I think he thought he was just like, oh, I can out. Yeah. I can yeah. these people. I'm smarter than them. Right. It's so wild. I mean, he defrauded so many people. Like, he does not. Explain the fraud, because that part I don't know. I don't know about the murder. Well, he was a very rich lawyer. And he was stealing money from his company, which, by the way, his great-great-grandfather had started. <laughs> oh, wow. So he's stealing a bunch of like, money. money from his own family. Yeah, pretty much, in order to fuel his medication addiction. There's no telling. There's no telling, guys, what we don't know. Yeah, that's another thing, too, because I... The other thing... Well, oh, also, the defense effort to establish reasonable doubt with badly damage after cell phone video. That's literally how I feel. Like, that video, they did not find that video. He absolutely would have gotten away with it. But another thing, reason why I just remember this, I don't really understand the motive. Like, that, I will say, I think I have an idea. Tell me. In the documentary, it says Maggie, the wife, and Paul start honing in on his addiction. They discover very, very shortly before the murders that he's an addict. He's a serious really? addict. And they start catching on. Yeah. I get, like, that's so crazy because why kill somebody over that? Like, there has to be, I guess, also, maybe he was 
you know, drugged out. I don't know. I really don't know. And then there was something saying that, like, he couldn't possibly have been consuming as much, I don't know if it was heroin or, or cocaine. Was, uh, code, um, Oxycontin, I think. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, but then there was something saying that he couldn't have possibly consumed that much. But I don't think it matters. I mean. No. He was absolutely, he's admittedly a drug addict. So it was life in prison without the possibility of parole. Okay. So we were both kind of right. Yeah. There's a mixture of both. Um, but yeah, yeah, I mean, and it doesn't, I mean, if he was an addict, he was an addict. It doesn't really matter how much he thinks he can sit. Yeah. And I think it was the guy who did a uh, dope sick. I think he was saying he was doing like a hundred pills a day. So I mean, people do that, it. That's, that is beyond, that is beyond me. I can't imagine. Was doing that and also like had this Ponzi scheme and also was like covering up these murders and also was like in cahoots with the sheriff about other things and like running a business like it's beyond me yeah i can't even like fathom i can't even do a day of doordash without being like exhausted (laughs) Uh, (laughs) being a murderer sounds so exhausting it sounds exhausting so much like and you have to hide it it's just it's not worth it i i wouldn't do it couldn't be me didn't you i didn't say like just have some ice cream is that what he said? Maybe, or maybe it was a sheriff. There was somebody that said, like, have some chocolate chip ice cream. Quit murdering people. <laughs> That's funny. <laughs> um, and it'd be even funnier if Biden said that. I, I don't know if he said that, but I know it'd be he even does funnier. like double chocolate chip. Yes. I know there's a picture of him trying to get the ice cream. Which half of me is like, okay, we gotta stop. Because it's, it's funny. Are but you compromising your Christian sick man we have got to stop um but yeah, yeah. love love him love love him as a christian brother yes so he says it's to life with a possibility of parole that sucks don't do the crime if you can't do the time pray for his soul yeah pray for his soul because you know it's kind of hard to believe someone would do that and truly be a follower of Christ. He who lives by the sword dies by the sword. Mm. Oh, got wrenching. Well, we're going to do our last story, which is technically two stories, but they're kind of the same thing. And this one is brought to you by our guard new. You can use the code OTHERGIRLS to get 10% off. So, the first one is by People, and it's Kelsey Ballerini, says Morgan Evans. Wasn't happy. She wanted to freeze her eggs. It was not a good day. Morgan, by the way, is a man. Yes. Good point. Um, Kelsey Ballerini said her ex-husband, Morgan Evans, was eager to start a family, but she was not there yet. Ballerini recalled visiting her doctor to look into freezing her eggs and not telling Evans about the trip. She eventually took him to dinner and said she wanted to freeze her eggs when she turned 30, which was still a year and a half out. Quote, it was not a good day. And I think that was when I was like, there's a fundamental difference here that was happened that has shifted. And it's no longer like, I don't see this person. I miss this person. I'm alone. I'm lonely. It's like, he wants something out of life and mm-hmm. I'm not there. And whether I'll be, whether I'll get there or not, I don't think it's with this person if it is. And I think internally, in hindsight, that's where I went like, I think maybe we need to rethink this, Kells. End quote. I'm not cool. Essentially, um, she was saying that, so for this person, then I'll be the other one and then we'll discuss. 
So for this couple, um, Kelsey wanted to freeze her eggs. Her husband did not. Her husband, I do remember saying somewhere, he said he did not want to be an old dad, which I get that. Um, but she just wasn't ready for it. She went and told him about it, and he was not happy about it. So here's another person. This one is actually from Students for Life. Um, how Paris Hilton has horrifically frozen 20 sons through IVF waiting for a girl. In a recent interview with Glamour UK Magazine, Hilton revealed that celebrity and childhood friend Kim Kardashian had advised her to begin IVF in her 30s when she was single. She stated, Kim had told me about it, so I had my eggs frozen. Putting potential medical and religious objections aside, choosing to extract and freeze one's eggs is one thing as those eggs are not individual lives. Freezing embryos, however, is quite another thing, and that is where Hilton went, Hilton went next. She reported that she had begun dating her now husband just before the COVID-19 pandemic. A couple decided it would be more prudent to freeze embryos. Apparently, the couple has prudence in abundance because during the shutdown, they froze 20 different embryos altogether, and according to Hilton, they're still not satisfied. Why? Because those embryos are males. Hilton wow. said... Carter and I had already been talking about the future, and then the world was shut down, so I was like, what do you think of, about us making embryos? And he said, yeah, let's do it. And we've done it seven times. I have all boys. I have 20 boys. I just went through the process again a month ago, so I'm waiting for the results to see if there's any girls. According to Dr. Christine Allen, a veteran embryologist who works deeply within the IVF field, embryo, she said, embryo abandonment is happening on a mass scale within the United States. Couples ghost their IVF clinics, leaving frozen children in their wake. Dr. Allen said, quote, abandoned embryos are a major problem and it's everywhere, end quote, stating that she believes that at least hundreds of thousands of abandoned embryos in the U.S. Upon abandonment, IVF clinics have to decide whether to throw out the embryos or throw them away as medical waste. And if the embryos are, aren't abandoned, many couples choose this route anyway, disposing of the human lives they've created because they aren't convenient for them. Hilton maintains that she's taking this route because she is terrified by childbirth and traumatized by past incidents in her life. It's not in this article, but I read somewhere that she had actually had had an abortion and it was very traumatizing. And she thought that maybe if she actually gave birth, it would like be a traumatic event, just like the abortion was. Wow. Um, this person who wrote the article said, while we sympathize with her hardships, our own Victimization can never be used as an excuse to victimize others. Those 20 boys frozen away do not deserve to be discarded merely because she wants a girl or because there are one too many of them. Okay, so the reason why I like was like, oh, we can talk about them together is because obviously they're about um, yeah. women freezing their eggs. Um, and it kind of sounds like the same type of, oh, I mean, I guess it's different reasons, but it kind of still goes to the same type of, um, to the root cause, I think, is the same, but on the surface, it is two different reasons. Kelsey wanted to um, expand. She wanted to keep going in her career, and she feels as if a child will hold her back. Paris um, has had traumatic events, and she's scared to give birth, and she wants um, a girl, even though she has boys. So how are you feeling about these articles? What do you think? What do you think this whole um, freezing eggs... What do you think about all that? Well, I definitely think the latter story is very troubling. Like, I would say arguably more troubling than the former. I agree. Um, 
the the fact that like and i don't i can't say what god's plan is i can't say what god wants but to me it seems like if you have 20 boys i know i'm like god what's your boys god god is saying something literally i mean it's just so wild and i also loved that students for life quoted um an embryologist who probably is pro ivf right yeah he or she is working in that field yeah saying like we kind of have to slow down yeah like this is a problem hundreds of thousands is what she said i think somebody somebody in like an rcia group that i was in put it really well they said we're putting souls in limbo by freezing human beings yeah that is wild it's wild yeah it's crazy to think about so um i agree with everything you said when i was in my earlier 20s i thought about doing the freezing the egg thing um if you guys watch the mindy project good show ish um love her style on the show but she toward the end she starts a freezing it's a company called later baby like and then like oh, market it really cute and everything and like the idea is like okay if you don't find someone your eggs you know they tell us okay by the time you turn 30 half your eggs are dead uh, you disgusting woman half your eggs are dead by the time you're 30 so this is what they're telling us mm-hmm. so you know you're in your head oh my god by the time i'm 30 what if i don't meet anybody yeah oh, you know you're freaking out in your head um so they're like telling you to freeze your eggs blah blah, blah. so i thought about it first of all it's expensive so you know. yeah it didn't go past the how to freeze your eggs yeah. thing in Google. Yeah. Um, and then I started doing more research about it, being in the pro-life movement and hearing people talk about it. And it's such a difficult topic because, I mean, think about how many people we know that are IVF babies yeah. or have used it. Yeah. But I think there is something to be said. We have to still talk about at least the fact that you said there's souls that are frozen. Mm-hmm. These are babies if you believe when egg and sperm meets that's a human they're just humans frozen that is not it's not our place it's not at least hundreds of thousands are just frozen that is so wrong and sometimes i think we talked about this this is melanie we talked about this weeks ago when they were talking about um they're trying to do like three so like two sperms and an egg making human things and I think this is, it was either that or when they were doing artificial wounds, we talk about that. Anyway, my whole point is, um, we talk so much about, oh, let's try this, but we never think, should we? Mm. There's so many scientific advancements. Should, oh, excuse me. Should we be doing this? Mm-hmm. Like, is this beneficial? Like, is this really, like, it's, is... It seems so reckless. Yes. To keep making people. Yes. Like, that's the problem people have with the pro-life movement they're like if i'm not ready to have a kid why are you making me and yeah. it's like you're <laughs> making kids either way yeah literally i mean clearly it doesn't matter if you're ready or not because people are still gonna make babies yeah and that's not, not the point that's not <laughs> i don't mean it in like a, it doesn't matter if you're ready but like there's this other end of the spectrum where people are like Doing it willy-nilly. Yeah. They're, they're picking surrogates. Yeah. They're, I don't know if you've seen that video of Shane Dawson and his, mm-hmm. I don't know what they are now. Sometimes they're engaged, sometimes they're not. But his 
the person is with, they're going through and they're looking at different surrogates like, ooh, maybe we should get her. Like, it's so gross. so disgusting. But it's like a mad science-y vibe. Yeah. Like, I want a tall baby. Like, click this. Yes. Like, blue eyes. Click this. Yes. Female. Click this. And the fact that she's waiting for a girl, that just seems so... It's just so wrong. Like, it just seems... I understand wanting a specific gender. That's not necessarily what we're getting. I personally, yeah, I personally want only girls. Mm-hmm. Um, that would be, to me, that'd be fun. Mm-hmm. Easy. But whatever God gives me yeah. is what God gives me. And that's how it is. And I think that we're in such a society now where we can, everything's like, have it your way. I don't like this. Let me just do it this way. Yeah. Which, in some instances, is fine, you know? But things like this, we can't, Yeah, we can't go against that. It's, we're playing God. We're playing God. And I think, like, so to also talk about Kelsey a little bit, I think, well, first of all, I'm so confused why this did not come up earlier in their marriage. Like, True. I don't understand, like, why they're just now, well, I guess a year ago, they just started talking about, like, mm-hmm. how they feel about kids. I definitely don't think this, once again, like I said before, I personally don't think this is something, not just me, God, but this is something you're supposed to divorce somebody over. Um, this is something where you're supposed to both give it to God and then, like, mm-hmm. you know, no one submits. But anyway, I don't want to hear that. But anywho, um, I do think it's also interesting, though, that she wanted to freeze them. And it just, like I said earlier, it like later the later baby thing, it just makes it seem like, Okay, if you have kids, you know, once you turn 30, <laughs> your yeah. eggs are disgusting, you yeah. old hag. Yeah. And that's how they act. So people feel that they have to do this. And the other underlying thing that she's saying is, like, she can't be successful with a kid. Mm-hmm. And she absolutely can be successful with a kid. For sure. Will things be exactly the same? No, because that's not how life works. If you get cancer after, you have, after you're healed from it, things will be different. For that's sure. just how life is but you can absolutely do it there's plenty of successful mothers that are um also pop stars Mm -hmm. um kelly clarkson true carrie adele yeah rihanna i mean rihanna's in the super bowl literally (laughs) um so yeah so one last thing we're at about 56 minutes um i think it's wild that we've like chosen to create humans out of anything other than a loving embrace. Mm, yeah. Like, love makes love. Yeah. Doesn't mean that people that are conceived via IVF are any less valuable and it's love. Yeah. But it degrades the human being to bring them into this world via a test tube. Yeah. Rather than a loving embrace. Yeah. And I think it matters how you are conceived in the sense of you know, if your parents are married and in love and versus, you know, you're conceived in a one night stand, I think it does matter. I mean, God can redeem anything, but I do think it does matter. Like it it degrades the human being to bring them into this world in any other circumstance other than what God has planned. Yeah. Yeah. Something can degrade you. It doesn't mean you're less valuable. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, that's a very, I mean, that's a good point. That's a good point. 
A lot of stuff, Mallory. A lot of stuff today. We have talked, talked, talked. My heart. Yeah, I know. Well, if you enjoyed this episode, um, um, trying to think of anything else to add. Any other announcements? Just sign up for the tea party. Sign up for the fashion show. Make sure you share this episode. Um, we'll definitely. There's so many other things we didn't talk about. Haley this week. Haley and um. Oh yes, Selena and Selena. Couldn't even remember her name. We didn't talk about Haley and Selena this week. There's just so many things we didn't get into. Yeah. Um. So we'll definitely have to do that soon. Um, Kelly. Our Kelly and Harvey Weinstein. Um. There's just a lot of things that have happened this week. Stay tuned. We know about them. Yeah. We know yeah. About them. <laughs> yeah. 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 So yeah. Um, if you enjoyed this episode, make sure you share it with your friends. Um, rate, review, like, subscribe. However you're listening to it, interact with it. Our question for the week will be: What do you think of the song "Flowers"? Yes. Tell us how you. How did you take "Flowers"? Did you think it was about all men or a specific man? Um. Oh, that's a good question. That's a good question. So yeah, comment that. Um, we'll do that on Spotify. We'll also do that on the um, YouTube. Comment on YouTube. Um, if you're listening to Apple Podcasts, please leave a review. Tell us what you think about flowers in the review if you'd like. Yeah. Either way, just leave a review, please. Um, yeah. And that's it. Yeah. Have a good day, evening, however, wherever you are. Thank you for listening to Those Other Girls with Mallory and Bailey. Make sure you like, comment, and subscribe on all of your favorite podcast platforms. Head over to our website, thoseothergirls.com, to read our blogs and receive exclusive content. And connect with us on Instagram, at thoseothergirlspodcast, and on Twitter, at TOG underscore podcast. Those Other Girls, changing culture and bringing back traditional values.